welcome to another episode of Grab Some Pine Meat, a podcast about the San Francisco Giants, the greatest baseball team to ever play this sport. Uh, my name is Jesse Flora, and I am a huge fan of the Giants, and I am joined, as always, by my brother, Shane, who is also a huge fan of the Giants. How's it going, Shane? It's going good. Spring training is in full swing. We're, what, two weeks out from opening day here? Yes. Um, I can't wait. Dude, I'm so excited. I just, This is the time of spring training where it's like the itch just gets so big you can't you can't quite uh, scratch it to satisfy it. I mean, spring <laughs> yeah. training is great, but it's like, all right, I'm ready. Well, I'm ready for yeah, the, opening day. The excitement of spring training has spring training has worn off a little bit. Yeah. When it when it first starts, it's like, okay, here we go, and then now it's like, all right, come on, let's play some real baseball. Right. Like today, you know, as, you know, the day we're recording this, the game got cut short because of rain, and I was just sad. I was watching it, and I was. I was, I was bummed out that I got cut short. So I'm ready for regular season where if it's drizzling, they're going to keep playing or at least delay it or something. So, right. uh, But hey, it's been an interesting spring so far. It's been fun to watch. It's been uh, it's been intriguing. There's a lot of storylines to pay attention to like we talked about in our um, in our last episode. So I just want to start it off. What, what, um, what are some storylines that are standing out to you so far in the first couple of weeks of spring? And and what are you, you know, what, what's, what, who or, or what is standing out to you? Yeah. Um, you know, it's spring trainings. It's this way every year. It's like, Oh, you know, are they going to be a winning club? They're, they're winning some games here in spring, but, um, you know, it, the record doesn't, is no indication of what the season's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I saw the other day, the Cubs were like six and 11 or something like that. It's like, yeah, they're going to, that's not going to be. Right, what they're going to turn out to be, um, but there are some, you know, every year there's stories, and um, you know, this year we've got the two guys that are sticking out to me right now um, are two non-roster invitees in Darren Ruff and Zach Green, um, and it's hard not to get excited about somebody like Darren Ruff, um, just seeing the power numbers. The dude went, what, seven for seven, his last seven plate appearances with <laughs> a triple, three doubles, and a home run, you know? Yeah, and um, I think he hit I think he hit a double today. I'm not sure. Did he? I know okay. It might have been a, it might have been a just a tough single off the wall, but I think he got two on the play. Yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh and then he got robbed of another double <laughs> down the line by the uh, Matt Duffy of the Rangers. So right. he's tearing it up. Yeah, the guy's tearing it up. Um, you know, I think it's it's hard not to get excited about him, but then you also, I don't know if you remember, it was like two years ago, Chris Marrero. Um, yes. <laughs> he I mean, like, he, he had like, like nine, nine home runs in spring yeah, training. And, uh, and then did nothing. Yeah, it just flopped. Yeah, time. I think it was probably, I think it was 2017. I don't know, yeah, something two like or, that. Yeah, two or three years ago. I was I was very excited for Chris Marrero, and that just tanked. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe Darren Ruff is... is uh, that's you know the reincarnation of of Chris yeah. Marrero, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You, you have to get excited about it though because that's what the Giants need. They need a power bat. They need somebody that can um, produce power numbers, and uh, you know whether or not he makes the team remains to be seen. Um, I think his defensive versatility is in question. Um, yeah. But if you have a bat, 
you know, um, you find Kapler and Zaidi, and those guys are going to find a way to to get somebody like that at bat. So, um, and then Zach Green too has been a surprising story. I know he got brought up last year a little bit and um, struggled in the in the bigs, but um, mm-hmm. he's also just hitting the ball all over the place and. Um, I heard that they're going to try him out in a few different positions too, um, with oh, okay. with Zaidi really stressing defensive versatility. I think mm-hmm. um, you know that that'll play against those two guys, um, and we can get into a little more of that, like who we think is going to fill out the you know twenty five and twenty six spot on the roster, because um, I think those last two spots are probably pretty up in the air at this point, but. Um, but yeah, I think those two guys, and then Mauricio Dubon just continues to to impress me, um, both offensively and defensively. To see him moving around the diamond, and he played a little bit of third the other day, um, and he's he's hitting the ball well. Um, yeah, he just, was in I, center field center field today. Yeah, um, so that it's hard not to get excited excited about him. I mean, if he can be that super utility guy that you know, plays every day, but is bouncing around where he's playing. Um, man, what a, what a nice piece to have on your ball club. Yeah. What about you? What are your storylines that stick out or players that are sticking out for you? Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to, you know, touch on kind of what you talked about with the few names that you talked about. Um, first Zach Green. Um, he was actually a name that, uh, you and I went to spring training last year and it was awesome. And he was someone during, I think the five days we were there, you know, actually played pretty well. It was fun to watch. And then I paid attention to him for the rest of the spring and, you know, through the, uh, the season last year and his uh, minor league stats. And then when he came up, so he's someone that, you know, is, I think is actually pretty exciting as a prospect. Um, and I, I would probably say his chances of making the team are slim simply because of kind of what you touched on, on the, defensive versatility he's a third baseman that spot's you know currently like it or not taken by Longoria either until you know his contract is up or he gets traded or hurt or something like that I don't know but Longoria you know he's a he's a good third baseman you're not it's it's hard to it's gonna be hard to find someone better than him to replace him and I don't think Zach Green is knocking on the door like a Joey Bart or something someone like that so he's to me, he's really interesting. I don't think he'll make the team, um, but he's just another name in a long, a, a growing list of names uh, of prospects that are actually really intriguing for the Giants. And that's partially something that stood out to me is some of the some of the prospects that have been um, brought in from minor league camp to you know participate in games have just been interesting to see. And 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 I know you texted me the other day. Um, they're like top. 30 prospects and, and and it's it's looking a lot better that list looks a lot more interesting than it did two years ago right. uh, i mean guys you know bart but then you know young guys like luciano and, and elliot ramos and uh but then hunter bishop will wilson zach green you know there's there's guys on there that are really intriguing sean jelly um some pitchers as well so i guess what i'm saying is the zach green is exciting but i think in a bigger picture they're young guys coming up that were you know getting little glimpses of in spring that's what is really exciting to me and um you know i know i know a lot a lot of people don't think the giants have a chance of winning at all this year 
I'm probably a little bit more optimistic. I just tend to be more more of a positive person, and I actually genuinely believe they are a team that has the potential to surprise a lot of people. Um, but what's so exciting seeing you know this year as a transition year? I'm really excited just to watch that unfold. And uh, someone like Zach Green makes me think of the future as all right, man. This could be really, this could be really intriguing. He's not this top of the line prospect, but he could be a, a legitimate piece at third base, or you know, if he is able to play anywhere else, he could be a legitimate piece in the lineup in the future because he has shown a lot of promise. So that you know, that part's been exciting for me. And then yeah, Darren Ruff. I mean, goodness, I when I don't even know if we touched on him in our past uh, episodes, but I, you know, when, when they, whenever, you know, I'm a little skeptical um, of the, the guys, the American guys who go off to Korea or Japan and then try to come back. I don't really know. You know, to me, it's kind of like, ah, I don't, especially with South Korea, I believe like it's, it's really hard to determine the level of play. I know Japan's level of play is really high. Um, So yeah, he tore it up in Korea. So my question was, okay, are those numbers inflated because of, you know, the pitching he's facing isn't as good. Um, but so far, my goodness, just this spring has been unbelievable. The, the part to me that is really exciting is not just the power. It's the fact that he's power to all fields. Yeah. The fact that oh, yeah. He's, 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 going, dri- he's, yeah. he's driving well, the ball opposite field with authority. Yeah. Right. And it's just, he's hitting the ball hard. It's just flying off the bat. And that is such a, such a big deal in today's game, uh, just with all the analytics and def- you know the defenses um, and all their shifting and all that stuff. You got to be able to hit the ball far and high, and uh, he's doing it. And um, you know another cool, intriguing thing about him is is he has big league experience. He spent about I think five years in the Phillies organization, being kind of one of those up and down players from AAA um, to the bigs. But um, so he has big league experience. He went out, got a lot of at-bats in South Korea, tore it up, and now he's tearing up in spring. And so I think if spring training ended right now, he has to be on the team. That's just my opinion. The only thing that could possibly um, hold him back from that, like you said, is his um, ability on the field. Can he, they've, I know they've, I've seen him playing at first base and then, and then in the corner outfield spots. I think the question is, can he handle those outfield spots? Can he right. handle more realistically left field? But then if you think about the Giants roster, I mean, you got Pence and Dickerson kind of slated for left field. Um, and then you've got, um, you know, Yaz. And so, you know, it kind of depends on what they do with the roster. If they determine Yastrzemski is going to be our center fielder, then that opens the door for maybe, you know, moving somebody to right field that you didn't think was going to be the right fielder before. Maybe it is Hunter Pence. He goes back to his spot. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's Darren Ruff, but that right field is, is, is a difficult field to play. But long story short, as I ramble on here, um, I think currently he need, he if the spring ended right now, he would need to be on the opening day roster uh, because you, you got to hit. You need to be able to hit um, as a team. And the Giants just have not had that right-handed bat power. And he could provide it. Maybe he is a, another Chris Marrero, but I think you just got to give him the chance. You got to give him a month or so up there and just see what he can do for you. And then, um, yeah, touching on Dubon, like you said, I mean, that guy, I think, I think he's a lock for this team for sure. I think they value him so much um, just in his versatility and the fact that he can hit the ball. 
Um, I think we're going to see him play all over, and I think we're going to see him. I think I want to talk to you here in a little bit about you know kind of the some of the position battles, but I think Dubon will play a lot of infield, and I think he'll play both infield and outfield. But I think he'll end up playing a lot of second base this year and some shortstop too. But I think we're going to see him play 140 plus games in all sorts of di- all sorts of different positions, and I think he's going to be a huge part of 2020 but also for the seasons coming up. I think he's going to be a huge part of the future of this organization, and that's super exciting to watch unfold yeah. right now. No, I agree. I think I think where he plays on the field is going to be determined by how the roster shapes up, um, and that you know obviously might change throughout the year, but depending on um, who those guys are that finish out the roster, if it's, you know... Darren Ruff, then maybe you need to bond in the outfield more, you know, than you do right. in the infield. But, um, but yeah, just the his ability to play all over the field is such such an asset for the team. And um, yeah, I, like I said earlier, I mean he's he's really impressing me. I wasn't so I wasn't sold on him last year, um, mm-hmm. but after watching him this spring, I think he's the real deal. And I think he's he's going to be a like you said for years to come. He's going to be a big piece of this team. Yeah, I and yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see how his story unfolds. Um, you know what he can do for the team, but you know it kind of brings up his his name specifically, like you said, brings up a lot of um, conversation to be had regarding with between Kapler and the front office and Farhan regarding those last couple spots on the team. And I'm curious to hear your take on it, what you think they do or what they should do. Um, I think I, I would say there's quite a bit of names on the bubble, uh, who you know making the team or not, and um, and I think what will happen is either the Giants will choose to go heavy in the outfield or um, or heavy in the infield um, because if they go heavy on the infield, that probably means Dubon's going to play a lot of outfield. But if they go heavy in the outfield, Dubon will probably end up playing a lot of the infield. So I'm just going to name off some names that I think are on the the bubble and. Then I just want to hand it off to you to hear um, kind of how you think it's going to all shake out, and um, you know who's got who's got the best chance of making the team, and, and what you think they're going to do moving forward. So some of the names I wrote down are Donovan Solano, who actually has been having a really solid spring, hit like 330 last year. So he, you know, he's he's a middle infielder, uh, preferably typically second base, but he could play the other positions as well. Yolmer Sanchez, who is a Gold Glover, came over from the White Sox this year. Uh, great with the glove, not hasn't been the greatest hitter. He hasn't been horrible in his career, but just not the greatest. But has not been hitting at all this spring. So that's he's yeah, on he's the like, bubble. Was he like one for sixteen or something? Something, like that? yeah. Which <laughs> is not good. He needs to turn it around. Um, I wrote Pablo down. Pablo, you know, is still recovering from his Tommy John. He won't make the opening day roster, but I put his name down um, because. Even when he gets healthy, you know, I don't know <laughs> if he even will make the team. He might have to spend some time in AAA to earn a spot back on the roster. I know they do value what he can bring to the team, so that's interesting. Um, but then turning to the outfield, uh, Billy Hamilton and Steven Duggar are question marks. Uh, another name, maybe even Austin Slater, kind of an outside-looking-in guy on this. Um, Darren Ruff, as we talked about, would is also – probably on the bubble. And then, um, you know, even Zach Green as kind of just that, you know, outside small chance possibility, I think, 
uh, of making the team. And, and there might be more names. Um, obviously, there's there's a lot of relievers for that bullpen, but um, mainly thinking of the position players, there's a lot of guys fighting for one or two spots right now. Um, so what, what do you think is going to unfold here in the next couple of weeks? Man, I don't know. It's uh, it's tough. Like Kind of like you were saying, I think if spring ends today, Darren Ruff has to be on this team. Um, but with that said, um, just watching Zaidi and what he uh, really values in a player, I just his you know, I really question that defensive versatility. Like, are they are they going to be willing to take somebody like Ruff, who is limited in what you know what positions he can play? Um, but with the way he's hitting it, I th- I think that Ruff ultimately, if he keeps this up at you know, even somewhat of a, uh, you know, obviously he's not going to go seven for seven, um, you know, every seven at bats. But if he, keeps, if he keeps driving the ball the way he's driving the ball, the opposite field, and um, just like you said, hard, solid contact, um, I think that he makes this team because <clears throat> Belt is a question mark, you know. Um, when Belt is healthy and, and playing well, he's he's a good first baseman with a, a pretty good bat and a you know guy that gets on base, but mm-hmm. when he's not healthy or playing playing well, then he's he's kind of a he's a big question mark in the lineup. You never know what you're going to get from him. Um, right. So to have a big bat come in that can fill in at first base, um, I know they have other options there too with with um, uh, Flores and and even with Pablo if Pablo ends up making the team when he comes back from his injury, but. Um, so I think Ruff has a really good shot at making the team. I think Steven Duggar um, has already lost his shot. I mm. don't think that he has a spot on this team. Um, I think Hamilton, just because of his track record and what he can bring to the table defensively and, and on the base paths, um, especially with that, that 26 man, I mean, you can... I think it was Kirko was talking about this the other day about how that's going to bring back the specialist. Like you're going to have mm. that, you know, the speedster on your team, or you're going to have yeah. that left-handed bat off the bench, or you know, whatever the special specialty might be, or that you know, late-inning defensive replacement. But uh, having 26 guys on the team affords you to be able to do that. So I think Hamilton, um, you know, has a has a leg up in that regard. Um, so I think he's going to get a good long, hard look until the end of spring. Um, mm-hmm. not hitting all that well. Um, so I think he needs to show a little something with the bat. Um, especially if Ruff keeps hitting the way he is. Um, and even if Ruff makes a team, it doesn't mean that Hamilton won't make right. it. It's kind of like right. what you were saying is how are they going to use Devon? Um, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I think he's got a, a solid shot at making the team. And then as far as the infielders go, I really like Solano, man. I can see him getting a lot of time at second base. And, um, you know, you could have Flores filling in at first base. and um, Or even third. Is Flores, can Flores play third base? I know they're, yeah, no, they're he's, saying he, they want him on the right side of the infield. but I think that's the direction they want to go. But I believe he's played a, quite a bit of games at third as well. I okay. could be wrong about that. But I believe it's first, second third and short he's played a decent amount of games but i think first and second is where they want him mostly this year right um 
So I think Solano is another guy they're going to give a long, hard look to. I think the thing he has going against him is he still has one option left. So yeah. they could start him in AAA and, um, you know, just have him as a depth piece um, that you could pull up at certain points in the year if there's an injury or if some guys aren't performing. Um, and then Yolmer Sanchez, I mean, the guy's got a great glove. And I know I've been reading a lot of stuff about him, how people think he's going to make the team because of that mm-hmm. defensive ability. Um, but I don't know. I, I just think there's too much competition at, for that backup infield spot. Um, yeah, unless you're thinking that you're going to pretty much exclusively use Debon in the outfield. Um, you don't need to keep Flores, Sanchez, and Solano, you know? Right. Um, right. And, and then, like you said, I mean, what about Zach Green? Like, you know, he's got to be in that conversation, too. Because, um, it, again, it's like you need you need bats. The Giants have been hurting for bats. It's, yeah. um, it's not so much their defense. But, yeah, so I think those are the guys that that are in... You know the front running for that that last spot. Um, so it would be Darren Ruff, Zach Green, Yomer Sanchez, Solano, Hamilton, and um, I don't think Duggar really has much of a shot. So um, I think that ultimately um, Hamilton makes the team, and I think that Ruff makes the team too. And so okay. You can use, I think they'll use rough somewhat in the outfield. Um, I do think you'll see a lot of lineups with uh, Dickerson in left, Yaz in center, and Pence in right. Mm-hmm. And then um, you'll have Hamilton to be that late inning defensive replacement. Um, and then Dubon is going to mostly play the infield. So um, in that situation, I could even see them just going with Flores. Um, and Dubon is kind of your backup infielders. And, and those guys are going to play a lot of games and get a lot right. of at-bats, but just kind of move all around the infield. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Would that be um, – is that is that 13? Yeah, guys? so it's interesting because um, as you started talking, I uh, kind of quickly scribbled out um, a little depth chart with each position, and, um, and I would agree with you with uh, – the like what you said about Dickerson, Yaz, and Pence um, probably getting a lot of time as the starting outfield. Um, and so I think because of that, then Dubon, um, you know, especially if Ruff forces his way on this team, I think Dubon, and I think in, a, in an ideal world, they would rather Dubon do this, but he'll probably spend more time in the infield this year. And I think he, you'll see a lot of lineups with him at second base. Um, and so that to me means the battle, the the big battle to pay attention to would be probably Solano and Sanchez. Sanchez, the gold glover, if he can hit, I mean, yeah, they'd love to have him just because of his defensive ability. Um, but Solano, you know, he's not a horrible defender, and he, he can hit the ball. He hit 330 last year. He's hitting well in spring. So I think my kind of prediction is that Solano might win this one out. I think they'll lean more to the bat side. Um, so if Ruff forces a job and Solano makes the team over Sanchez, I think Hamilton will make the team. I think if they, if um, if Darren Ruff wins a job and someone like Steven Duggar doesn't, um, I think they need somebody 
somebody like Billy Hamilton uh, on the roster just to just to be a solid defensive outfielder. Yastrzemski's yeah. good. Uh, Pence can be good, but he's getting older and he's not as fast. So I think, okay, we're giving Darren Ruff this this job because of his bat. We need someone to supplement um, on the defensive side. And so I think you'll see a lot of lineups possibly, with, you know, maybe a platoon. You know how they've been saying there's going to be a platoon between Dickerson and Pence? Pence. I, I think that might become Dickerson and Darren Ruff. If Ruff fits into that, yeah. Right. Right-handed uh, because bat. Ruff is right-handed, Dickerson left-handed. Um, but that also, you might see a lot of lineups with Hamilton in center and Yaz in right. Um, yeah. Or Hamilton in center with Pence in right. You know, I think I think they can mix it up, but I think they need someone like Hamilton. If not him, maybe later in the year, Duggar earns his way onto this team. Someone with a good glove and a good arm to um, help out in the outfield because uh, you can choose to go with a bat, like a, a, just to focus on your hitters, uh, make sure your your lineup is solid. But um, honestly, that outfield is not the greatest defensive outfield. Yastrzemski is not, I don't think, a true center fielder. He can play center field, but he's not a true center fielder. So with that being the outfield, you know, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of um, – time with uh, somewhat of a platoon at first base, I think, until unless Belt just tear, tears it up. Um, I think you'll see Flores playing first base quite a bit this year against lefties. Um, and then I think you'll see Dubon um, and Solano um, at second base a lot. I think you'll see Flores at second base as well. And then um, Dubon and Solano, I think, will move around. So if Belt's playing first, maybe Flores is at second, and they need Crawford to get a day off, so you'll see Dubon, Dubon at short. Um, both Dubon and Solano could play short or third. So um, I don't think you have anybody directly backing up Longoria or directly backing up Crawford, uh, really backing up any position. I just think you have three guys in Dubon, Flores, and Solano who are just going to mix and match with move around. Yeah. And if it's not Solano, it's Sanchez who can also move around. But I think right. I think if Solano keeps hitting, or he's got... Or eventually Pablo who can play first and third. You know, right. It's not Which, quite as versatile. but Right, which is... Um, not exactly, especially with someone like uh, Flores on your team. You know, right. do you really do you really need that? You know, because he right. can play first base. You need another guy. Posey can play first base. You really need another guy. Darren right. Ruff well, can play Ruff first base. Is yeah. on the team. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I well, think... I think another another point too to make is even if they go with five outfielders uh, with Ruff and Hamilton mm-hmm. uh, on that depth chart, I mean, I don't think that excludes Dubon from playing some outfield. I think mm, true. my thought with Hamilton, the guy cannot hit. So <laughs> he's going to be, why would you want to start him and give him you know, five at-bats yeah. a game? You don't want to give him five at-bats a game. But bring him in in the seventh inning, pinch run with him in the sixth and bring him, keep him in on defense. You know, yeah. um, And every once in a while he gets a start in the outfield. But why not, if you do that, why not you know, throw Dubon out in center and move Yaz over to right? Yeah. Um, well, I can also have, see them, especially if you have you know Solano or Sanchez and and Flores, you can you can fill in that infield no problem. Right. Um, you know, and and just mix and match, um, depending well, on you know who's pitching and and all that. But, I can see a lot of um, you know late game defensive changes happening this year, especially when they have the lead. So if they have a kind of a bat heavy lineup, yeah. Okay, let's bring. Hamilton in to play center, move Yastrzemski to you know left or right. Uh, but I can also see them if they went with maybe a lineup of Belt, Flores, 
Longo and Crawford, maybe they go, okay, let's bring Dubon in to play second, and or uh, let's bring, you know, or it maybe Belt didn't start at first, but okay, let's bring Belt in to play first base over Flores in this late inning because um, that's the good thing about having guys like du- Dubon or Solano. The versatility gives you a ton of options, not just in your starting lineup, but mid game, right? Throughout to, the game, yeah. right? Um, and so, or, you know, you could see, you maybe, maybe they have, okay, let's put Solano late inning at second and let's put Hamilton in for Pence and, and right, but move him to center, move Yaz to right. And let's put Dubon in for Dickerson and left for the last three innings. Right. You know, you could, you could see an outfield in the end of the game of Dubon, Hamilton and Yastrzemski, which is a very good, I mean, depending on Dubon, I mean, he shows promise out there. That's right. a pretty good outfield right there. So right. Um, that's the that's the most exciting part for me about this team they're putting together is they are leaving the door open for versatility. Um, but I don't think they're going to go so far that direction where they're going to sacrifice, hey, Darren Ruff, we're not giving you this job because you, you, you can't really play all these positions. No, I think they're right. going to well, have I mean, the guy, a the handful guy has, of guys. If he has the potential to be, you know, a 30 home run guy that right you know with a 850 OPS like why well, you want that on your team you're not going right. to not put him on your team but, yeah hey i got a question for you um i yes. was just thinking about this like late inning substitutions with the pitcher cha- role change where mm. relievers have to face three batters minimum right right is that if they um how does that work so say say a guy comes in mid inning so say a guy comes in and, you know, in the seventh, yeah, so, the starter goes into the seventh with, he's got one out in the seventh reliever right. comes in, faces two. two batters. Can you pinch hit for that guy yes, in the bottom um, of the inning? I'm like 99% sure that if you end the inning, you're, you do not need, he does not need to come out for the next. So game. you can start an inning with a new pitcher. Yes. Even gotcha. if it's one out, if, even if your starter goes six and two thirds, so they're, you're just, game, they're just trying to avoid the mid inning Oh man, this is the third guy to pitch this inning. You know, gotcha. they're trying to got it. avoid the okay, bring the lefty in for this one guy. Okay, we got one out. All right, now let's bring this righty in and now let's bring another lefty. You know, they're trying okay. to get rid of that. That makes which sense. Is, that would be if you couldn't if you couldn't pitch hit because he had to face one more batter the next inning, that would be uh, That would be stupid. Uh, yeah. yeah. That'd be really <laughs> I mean, dumb. hey, then then I'd Rob, be then it is Rob Manfred though in the Yeah, office, well, so. yeah. But I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't put it past him. If if that was a part of this, then I would for, then I would root for the DH. I really would root for the DH if that was part of it. But I uh, I, I don't like the DH. Ugh. But I know I know it's coming. So yeah, uh, whatever. But um, I mean, hey, maybe it comes in a couple years and you got a guy like Darren Ruff on your roster. There you go. Yeah. Um, no but hey, you know, you brought up a good point about you know that, and then and it makes me think of the bullpen. Uh, I just wanted to touch on a couple guys that have I feel like have stood out. Um, I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Yarlin Garcia. Maybe it's Jarlin, but I believe the J is silent. Uh, <laughs> am I? Com- did I completely butcher that? <laughs> I don't know. Ask John. Ask John Miller. Ask, always. Ask Miller. He knows the right. pronunciation. But uh, all I actually, know is that is uh, <laughs> Harren. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Harren Garcia. Yes, John is the best. Oh, but uh, guys. money, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, he is. And I, I think Dave, Dave is next. Dave yeah. is next, I think. But uh, Garcia, I mean, had a great year with the Marlins last year, and he's pitching really well in spring. And and then because of what you talked about, the, the minimum three-batter rule, I think he's a guy that makes this team because he has good numbers against both lefties and righties, and he's doing well this spring. So I think you can 
you're a fan, you can expect to see him on the opening day roster. Um, that would be pretty intriguing. Another name I wanted to talk about actually wasn't a positive, but is someone who I think blew his opportunity, and that is Sean Anderson. Yeah. That guy <laughs> came into camp with a chance to be a, the be the closer, and he's putting up like a forty something ERA. Yeah, Does, poor guy. N- he looks poopy. Does not look good <laughs> <laughs> at, at all. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he makes this team. I think they. Um, you know, I think they're slow playing Tony Watson. I, they're saying he's going to be ready to go by the start of the season, but yeah, who knows? We'll see. But um, I think their bullpen will actually be pretty decent. They've got some some guys who are, you know, good, you know, intriguing players. But I think Garcia is someone who has stood out to me for that. And you know, sticking with pitching, I'm curious to hear your take on it. But uh, their starters, for the most part, are looking pretty good. They, uh, you know, Johnny Cueto's gotten yeah. you know hit around a little bit, but. Um, yeah, Samarja and Smiley have looked really solid. And yes, yeah, Samarja too. And Samarja, Samarja's not throwing that hard, but I, mean, I, think, I think that will come. He's right. looking really good. Um, yeah, and then even guys like Derek Rodriguez um, looking pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Andrew Suarez was looking okay until, until yesterday. Right? Yeah, right. And then um, you know, uh, it's a bummer about Beatty. I don't think we talked about that since our last episode yeah um he's got a ucl strain so he's gonna be out it's okay i told you he wasn't gonna make the team anyways i know i was rooting for him i was bummed i was too he was actually looking really good but uh hey so i don't think i don't think we've seen the end of tyler Beatty. you know with the giants i think he'll come back and have another shot but logan webb that just opened the door for him possibly another guy who's looked really good who could win that fifth spot is trevor cahill yeah um he's he's making the team Right, regardless. He's, but he's I think either he, going to be a fifth starter or he's going to be a swing reliever. I mean, I think yeah. they're choosing between him and Logan Webb right now for that fifth spot. But I think I also, they're going to. I think they're going to give it to think, Cahill. Go ahead. Yeah, I also think Trevor Oaks is in the in yes. the conversation too. He looked really good. Yeah. Um, the other day, he's uh he's non roster right non roster invitee. I yeah, think. I believe um, so. But I think he's you know he's got an opportunity. Um, the other guy that that. The guy pitched great last year in the bigs and just looks lights out right now. Is uh, Ty Rogers out of the? Isn't oh. it Ty? Ty, right? Ty Rogers. He, Tyler, yeah, Ty, yeah. Yeah, the oh submariner. The guy's filthy. filthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's tearing it up, and I think they really like him a lot. I think he could turn into a late inning guy for sure. Yeah. Um, I also think Wandy Peralta, mm. another guy veteran that's got lefty, right? Yeah, he's got quite a bit of experience, but similar to what you were saying about. Um, Jarlin or Yarlin uh, <laughs> Garcia, he he pitches pretty well against both sides. Um, yeah, and so you know I, I do I think they're I think that's why they were giving they still are giving Suarez a look, but um, similar there too. I think they want a couple lefties that um, you know Watson's yeah. Watson's a lock, but they want one or two other guys that can face Baseball, both right sure. and righties and lefties. Um, yeah, Trevor got. Is another mm. one that yes. um, I think people, he might end up being the closer. Yeah, he's been a little bit shaky though. I mean, I honestly haven't watched. I haven't gotten to watch him, so I don't. I'm just going off of the numbers I've seen. I haven't really seen what his stuff looks is looking yeah. like, and you know, um, spring training can be deceiving from the numbers standpoint. But but I think he makes the team. I think um, he's a guy that yeah for sure you know it's going to be a be a main part of that that bullpen so and then danny jimenez is yes pretty good too the rule five guy very Um, very intriguing he has an advantage with that rule five he does so i think he's going to get a long hard look um 
and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes the, makes the opening day roster, and then you know it's kind of it'll kind of be an extended spring training for him, I think, mm-hmm. where they they say, uh, let's give this guy a shot, see what he looks like, and then because if you if you don't keep him on your roster all year long, you have to give him back to to the original team. So, um, I think he I think he ultimately makes the team as well. Um, but yeah, I I would. Right now, if I was to pick the fifth starter, I think it I think it'll be Cahill. Yeah. Um, the guy the other day just looked lights out. I mean, he went three innings and only I think he only t- took like thirty one pitches to get through those three innings and wow. uh, four strikeouts or something like that. But um, he he just looked really comfortable up there and um, and looked good. And, so and I think they want to give Webb some more time. He's still really young. Yeah, I think they want to give him some more time at a higher level, AAA. Well, um, he—I mean, last year he didn't impress all that much. He had—he had spurts, you know. He had flashes right. of this guy could be really good, but um, yeah. it's kind of like Tyler Beatty too, you know. It's like right. uh, the difference is—is is Beatty's four years older or right. three years. So is it, sure, is, we've been around the block with Tyler Beatty a little bit. Yeah, Webb Web still on the early side. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, and another intriguing name is Sean Jelly as, you know, not yet, but as time goes yeah. on, he's another intriguing pitching prospect. So they, uh, they you know, I'm, I'm excited for the, for the future. And speaking of, you know, I think we can, we can close with this, this last kind of, kind of storyline I want to talk. I know you are a huge Joey Bart fan. I am too. I'm excited, but I am I am so loyal to Buster Posey. And did you hear, by the way, Buster told reporters that he couldn't see himself playing anywhere else but San Francisco. And that was music to my ears, but it also has me <laughs> it also has me thinking. But then, what are they gonna do? Joey Barr is knocking on the door, and right. but hey, they. I mean, speaking for right now, they just sent him to minor league camp, which surprised me. <sighs> Idiots. <laughs> idiots i don't understand what else can the guy do i mean he comes in the spring training well what happened is they had determined beforehand he wasn't in spring training to get a look for the the big league club he was in spring training to be around buster to get some reps with the big league guys all along they knew he was going to be part of the early cuts Hmm. uh, which is ridiculous to me i mean you look at the rest of the league yeah and i'm not saying you should always follow what you know the rest of the league does because it, it it goes in waves but you guys like what are other clubs doing what what did what did the Braves do what did Houston do five years ago what did you know they're yeah. they're bringing up their young prospects and letting the guys play and when you have a guy like Bart who can come in put up the numbers he does in in the minors and I know he had injury problems um, so it was limited time, and I I think I heard Farhan say that, or Gabe mm-hmm. Kapler say that that yeah, well you have to remember bats. he's only had you know yeah I don't care well, that was a decent Gabe Kapler impression there no not bad <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, I need the aviator glasses yeah um, oh uh, guys I gotta uh, I'm gonna have to end this I gotta go manage this game yeah um, yeah <laughs> Gabe but he uh, so I mean the guy was you know he's hitting 500 in spring training he's like i think it was like 21 at bats or something like that but um you know so small sample size but the guy every every sample size he gets he's taking advantage of and he is mm-hmm. destroying the baseball he hits both ways he has a good baseball iq he's a good defensive catcher does he have room to grow defensively sure but bring the guy up he's 23 years old let the guy play mm-hmm. um 
I love Posey too, and I think that that's you know going to be a, a challenge to determine what to do. Um, but then I don't care. Teach teach Bart to play a different position. Teach him to play first base if Posey's going to stay a catcher. Yeah. Like, I mean, find the guy a way to get at bats. Um, well, I think I do I, think it's going to come. I think it's going to come, and I just need to be patient. But <laughs> I uh, well, I I'm right there with you. I don't want I the, I think if if I think it's because of this right here. It's because of two people. It's because of Buster Posey and Brandon Belt. Now, if, if either of those players were hurt, really struggling, or showing signs of real decline, which, yeah, you could argue that, but, I mean, Posey's looking really healthy, really good right now in spring, and they really think highly of Brandon Belt because of his uh, just the analytic numbers and all that stuff. So I think this hinges not on Buster. I think it hinges on what Brandon Belt does. If Brandon Belt comes out and tears it up, then I think we're going to see Joey Bart, you know, have a, almost a full season in AAA, um, and maybe next year becomes more realistic for the conversation. I mean, he'll come up at the end of the year probably. But if Belt is performing terribly, and then I think they start to pursue ways of trading Belt, and then bringing if Bart's tearing it up and you know is worthy of being called up, then I think you're going to see. Um, Posey and Bart share the catcher position and Posey gets some more time at first base. I really, I really do think this hinges on Brandon Belt and what he does. I mean, but yes, Bus- yes Buster Posey str- too. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, if Belt's struggling though, you're going to have a tough time trading the guy. Yeah. So I, I could see a situation where, because the NL West is going to be really tough this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not as optimistic as you, but I do think this team has an opportunity. You know, I, I, they're I winning it all, Shane. Be, they're winning I it all. I think they're going to be <laughs> close to 500, probably similar to last year, um, hopefully with, with a few more wins in there. But um, if Belt's tearing it up, you know that's your that's your time. That same with Longo. Mm-hmm. Um, same with maybe even Crawford. Maybe you even put him now that you have somebody like Dubon and you've got. Uh, yeah. Luciano and you've got Will Wilson coming up not too far behind. Maybe Crawford's on that um that in that conversation as well. Uh if yeah. they're doing well, this is your last chance, you know, to to get something back for them. Um and I don't I don't see them the Giants being in a position to compete for this division. Um, no, 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 I wouldn't say that. That would that would be a huge surprise, but Well, on our uh, next on our next episode, I want to drop my giant prediction. Oh, oh that was okay. my giant. Are we are we... <laughs> on our, I think I think on our next episode we should really we should predict everything. You We're know, going just... for the win percentage. All right. Yeah. Are we going to do uh are we going to do like who wins each division? Oh yeah, the, sure. We'll do the whole thing. Who we wins can pre- the NL and the AL. And we can predict. We can predict all the, the uh, big cheese. Everybody's numbers. You know, we could get real. It could be three hour long. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I yeah I I I it's it's a little. It reminds me a little bit of you know Posey and Molina with Joey yeah. Bart. Yeah. But uh, I think it's going to go differently because of what Posey means to this team and and I mean if he can come out and be healthy i think he's gonna be a huge piece of this team um but i think in the long term what i think is i think posey will stick around i think after his contract's up uh not at the end of next year i think he'll sign a two or three year deal with the giants and uh, you'll probably see him become a backup to joey bart and that's fine yeah that's okay um slash coach yeah slash manager 
He's going to pull out the Pete Rose player slash manager. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That would be sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I think the last couple of weeks here are going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, but I cannot wait for the. What are they down? Are they down to, to forty one? Forty one guys on the forty four, something like that. Somewhere in the forties, I know. So we still they've got made two rounds of cuts. So yeah, probably another one early in the week, or yeah. late this week, maybe even. And then it then it will yeah. come down to the wire. We'll see. We'll see who makes it and who doesn't. And I'm Let's also. As you know, as we end here, I'm also curious to see guys who don't make the team. Like if Yolmer Sanchez doesn't make the team, you know, is he gonna end up in AAA or is he gonna? I, I'm not sure how his contract is mapped out. Or you know, I know it's a minor league contract, so maybe we do end up seeing him in AAA. Um, but I'm not sure if he has to pass through waivers and all that stuff. So that will right. be interesting to see as well, and how that all that comes into play with all their guys that are fighting for these jobs. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Cool, Shane. Well, I'll talk to you next time. You have a great rest of your day. All right, brother. You too. Adios. See ya.